0: Ayer's on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. And here we are. We are, everyone's been on the road this week getting up here to Bear Lake, Idaho, where we're having a reunion with 41 people, 42.
1: 43, honey. 43. 43. 43. And, and the good news is you're one of the 43. I finally got Linda back after her two weeks of... Purgatory for me. While you were over in London welcoming little Moses Tim's Iyer Wright
0: into the right. world, right? Exactly.
1: His and I name was is much longer party. than he is.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, I had so much fun. We we were on last week from London, and uh, that was. Fun, but I'm back, and it's so great to have everybody here. Just once a year. I mean, people come and go most of July, but everybody stays for four days, which is so great. But we're coming to the end of it tomorrow. Four
1: four intense days that we call family reunion. We could call them family chaos, family hassles, family adjustments, (laughs) but we call it a family reunion. And I, I will say, honey, that uh, the only ones we're missing. Out of our 47 members of IR realm, as we call our big extended family, are a missionary in Taiwan and the ones you've just been with, Charity and Ian, over in London, who just had little baby Moses. And even though they're not here, they are sort of the center point of discussion at the reunion. It's as though they're here, and they like that. They like us telling them, hey, you may not be here in physical body, but you are... On Our Minds, in fact, the theme on the reunion T-shirts is... Charity,
0: charity never faileth, and then in small print, except this once. She failed to come the first time in
1: her <laughs> life. <laughs> our daughter charity, our baby charity, some of you grandparents listening will know that there's something about your baby having a baby that sort of puts you in a new category.
0: That's true. But, boy, are we having a lot of fun and craziness. Luckily, we have only two kids that have had fevers so far. And nobody has thrown up this year. Nobody has a cough. I mean, really, we are really, really lucky.
1: Yeah, because once one kid does, it goes through the reunion like wildfire, and pretty soon it's like a giant, enormous sick bay or Place what do they call places where they isolate you when you're sick <laughs>
0: uh e
1: r uh, anyway yeah,
0: <laughs> ER. it, it kind of is an emergency room here a lot um it is just so fun though we're having a ball, but there's always you know- there's always some chaos there's always some things going on. We have one little granddaughter that has a hard time um integrating with the other kids and and everybody, I mean, they're they're taking care of that today. You should know, Richard. There, yeah, I they're noticed they're working that on today. that. And uh, it, you know, there's always problems with scheduling. We're trying to schedule a n- reunion next year. Last night, when we had a big meeting, which we have once a year, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But um, somebody's like, I can't come because my kids get out of school late, and and I can't come uh, before this time and after this time, and so we're still. That well,
1: out. it's complicated by one son and daughter-in-law being in Switzerland where school doesn't let out until
0: the 7th July the July.
1: 7th, and then with kids in Arizona where school starts August 1st, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, uh, all of you listeners, let, let me just give a broad brush little introduction to what we want to talk about today. That the, the name of the uh, program today is The Joy and then in parentheses, and hassles of family reunions. And, you know, family reunions, uh, if there was an epicenter of family reunions, it would probably be Utah because there are so many large extended families that have reunions religiously. That that might have a double meaning, (laughs) but there are. And, uh, you hear of family reunions in other places in the world and in other cultures than the LDS culture, but not quite as rigorously and as regularly and as religiously, because a lot of families do manage to get together every year. Some not, sometimes it's every other year, some families every five years, and sometimes that diminishes. We always make a commitment, hey, we're going to be here every July, we hope that you'll keep on coming. and. I really hope they will, but here's the thing I wanted to say in the introduction a lot of different ways to do it that are successful. Our way of doing reunions is certainly not the only way and certainly not the best way necessarily for any other family. We rotate in terms of who's the chairman of the reunion? We have nine children, as most of you listeners know and and we've gone all the way through them twice now. Do you realize that, Linda, that this is our oldest daughter's third time as chairman of the reunion, and boy, has a lot changed in those last 18 years. But uh, And they all have different ideas each year. For example, this year, Sarah said, well, we're going to have secret buddies. So we all drew a name from a hat, and everyone's doing little anonymous good deeds for each other, and no one knows who their buddy is. I, I think it's tonight that's being revealed who the secret buddies are. And so there's everything from little deals like that to kind of big deals like a family organization meeting that we had last night with just the adults, which went until after midnight and contained a lot of really interesting thinking about what we're trying to do as a family, what we're trying to become, what people's good and bad, happy and sads were for the year. And before I stop my stream of consciousness, Linda, one tribute to Linda who comes back from England on on an evening flight, gets in at midnight and manages to hold four separate Grammy camps for her little beloved grandchildren in the next twenty four hours. And then Linda, if I can be candid
0: Oh come on. You crash.
1: Then you crash.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Um that's true, but I did have fun, boy. We had to shorten things this year because I love to have little groups overnight just once a year because our kids are spread from here to hither to yawn, but um, we only had two and a half hours this year with um uh the older kids had a little bit longer one because we went over to bear lake Pickleville Playhouse to see bandito which is our tradition but um the little little teensy ones we just spent an hour with it 's not an official grammar camp, but they were hilarious and um I just had so much fun just having them on my own once a year for just a few hours and we I learn a lot about their personalities and they learn a little bit about me and they learn a lot about ancestors and they learn a lot about my favorite scripture, and they learn a lot about Things that music, I think are you, te- important. you
1: teach them music, I'll tell you none music of music and art. Even these little teeny grandkids, if you say, What is your Grammy like? They'll say, She likes music and then they'll identify the composers of a lot of classical pieces because Linda well, has sort of brainwashed them. Oh no, I'm no. sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Drummed it into their heads.
0: No, last year I sent out a playlist because my kids taught me how to do it. My <clears> older kids. <throat> And, um, or actually some of my grandkids taught me how to do it on Spotify. You can do it on iTunes. And I just did a little clip of 20 different classical pieces, and then I gave prizes for those who could identify the pieces. I sent it out a month early. And they had it in their cards, and it was just fun. And then this year I didn't have time to do that, so I gave awards for those who could remember it. And I can't believe it. You might guess, honey, that um, Hazel and Charlie both won the prizes because they could remember so much of who the composer was, oh, and what yeah. he was. but they all remembered things, and it was so fun for me to have my kids come to me and say, I heard spring from the Four Seasons in a restaurant the other day. It was so fun. I knew what it was. Anyway, I, I don't me, know that that's the most important thing well, in the world, but...
1: Let me throw in that one of the things I'll bet a lot of you who are listening do at your family reunions... Well, you do a lot of, I mean, let's face it, a lot of things are in common, a lot of good food, a lot of socializing, a lot of playing around and catching up to date on things and so on, but I bet you a lot of you do a talent show, too, and last night was the talent show, and we're, I, I think you have to put it in quotes, yeah, talent, I think unquote so. show, because we've got a few grandkids that are pretty talented, but most of them just want to be on the program, so they come up with most anything my favorite was a skit that was done by our little grandkid group that we called the babes and they they also included the the younger group so they're all girls in the babes group there's four of them and then there's there's uh (laughs) there's three more littler girls in what used to be the princesses but they they changed their name this year we got a uh, a suggestion from one of them, who's uh, from Little Lucy, who who's said, a
0: dog lover.
1: Yeah, could grandfather? We, we're you know they're they're eight eight and nine years old. Grandfather, we're a little tired of being the princesses. Could we change our name to the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> And they all agreed. They all thought that was great. And then they modified it to the puppy princesses, so they were that for a while. And then one of them said, well, we want to name our group after the bunnies. There's so many bunnies here at Bear Lake, and they're so cute. And the little whimsical girl, Elsie, said, well, I don't think bunnies are near as interesting as unicorns. So their name <laughs> their name now is the uh, unibunnies, which... Sounds suspiciously like a Unabomber, but we're we're okay with it. And they're they're moving in Sorry, long introduction. They did their little skit last night on one of the grandfather's secrets. That's my little contribution. And I found that my grandkids wouldn't pay any attention to me at all when I was doing grandfather's lecture or grandfather's uh, principles or whatever. But the minute I said grandfather's secrets, I had them in the palm of my hand and. One of the secrets, number four, actually, goes like this. Good popularity comes from being nice to everyone, and it lasts. Bad popularity comes from only being nice to certain people, and it doesn't doesn't last, in other words. So they put on the cutest skit, and they just happened to have one little girl who really looks nerdy. (laughs) So they had her sitting in a lunchroom, far away by herself, and then they had the little popular girl, and one of them looks really like a little popular girl, (laughs) and she came skipping over and went up to the nerdy girl and flipped her on the glasses and said, nerd, and then herded her little cadre of popular girls off to one side, but one of those girls took a look and thought, I think that little nerdy girl needs someone to sit by. (laughs) And so she was nice to her. And then all the other girls said, well, let's go over. That looks interesting. And so it was a triumph for Grandfather's Secrets and for unnatural behavior by kids who don't <laughs> usually do that in real life.
0: <laughs> or at least for talent shows. That was really fun. We had a great time. Um, well, we're going to take a short break here, but when we come back, We're going to be talking about um, some other ideas that you might want to try, and some things that different families have made really successful in doing other ways. So
1: we'll be back. If you've never had a family reunion, we might tuck into it in the next half of the show. We'll be right back after this message.
0: Ayer's on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer.
1: And here we are, back again. And again, the topic today is family reunions. People do it all kinds of different ways. We happen to have a place we come back to every year, and I kind of advocate that because the traditions build and grow, and people want to share it. I had some of the little... Uh, 12 year olds the other day we took a hike together and they started saying grandfather when i have children can i these were girls as you might guess can i bring them up here to bear lake and i said you better bring them up here to bear lake i'll be this old guy probably sitting there nodding my little white head and i'll be so glad to see your children but you know other families go to a different place every year which is kind of exciting. Some families go camping each year. Some families take a road trip together. But and and it's and By the way, Linda, I think you'd agree, it is never exactly as you planned and it is never easy and there are always hassles and there are always moments when you say, why am I even doing this? I mean the logistics of it and the organization of it and getting the food and it's so hard and all we do is get together and fight. Everyone has those moments, but in retrospect, take it from us, family reunions are what keeps people together in an extended family and keeps people in touch.
0: You know, I think I've mentioned this before. I have a sister who lost her husband when they were both 57. Um, they were three days apart in age, and he was diagnosed with stage four stomach cancer at 9 a.m. one morning and died at one in the afternoon that same day, so um, it was of course such a shock to the family but luckily he did leave them some funds and so she has been so smart in the way she's used the funds and most of it i mean not most, i mean a lot of it she has used to keep the family together by ha- by going places together by getting them together By um, uh, Hawaii, of course, is a really nice place, but um, everybody can't go to Hawaii. But she has really concentrated on getting them together. And honestly, they're seven different personalities and with a whole bunch of grandchildren, but they all get along well. They love each other because she has worked so hard to keep them going in activities together. I do think it's really important to do that. And we actually have a friend who once wrote and said... You know, we have no funds to do anything like that. We cannot do that. What can we possibly do? And I said, you know, start with a, an overnight camp out or because you've got to eat anyway, or a restaurant. Just, you know, have everybody pay for their own food, but meet there and, and do something that's exciting enough. Maybe read a book together and then discuss it at dinner. Um, there are so many ways that you can get families together and you can start small and then get bigger. It's just because... We started this a long, long time ago, so it's evolved.
1: And, you know, we've kind of become experts on family re- reunions, not not so much because of our own, but because our Bear Lake compound, when we're not using it, we rent it to other families. And we have seen so much variety in terms of how people approach their reunions. And, um Honestly, I've never seen anyone finish and say, gee, I wish I hadn't done that. That was a fiasco. A lot of people say, wow, we had some tough moments there, and it didn't go quite as I planned. But it always pays off. And I did have an interesting thing the other day, Linda. A person said to me, you know, I think we're, we don't really need family reunions anymore because we can have them virtually. You know, we've got Skype, and we've got FaceTime, and we've got uh ways to get together without all the travel, traffic and all the hassle. And I I don't agree with that. I mean, I th- sure, you're right. And, and any family that doesn't avail themselves, like we're talking extended families today, and, and you might think, well, you're mainly talking to grandparents. But no, a lot of these reunions that we host or that come to our place here, they're headed by one of the kids, and Grandpa and Grandma are just tagging along to be... Part of the action but uh, but back to my point, I don't think any amount of virtual reality or electronic or technology contact with each other, wonderful as they are, can ever take the place of face to face and uh, my personal favorite thing about the reunion is just walking around and sitting down with a different grandchild or a different daughter in law or whatever, and just looking them in the eye and asking them questions, seeing how they're doing. I mean, don't you think after all said and done, all the activities and so on, we had a Ragnar race the other day, we've done so many activities, but when all said and done, don't you think it comes down to the the little one-on-one times that everyone seems to finally have with each other before we finish?
0: Yep, yeah, and it gets harder to do that one-on-one when there's, when there's so many people for us, but Boy, you're so lucky if you're just young families starting because you can really spend some quality time really talking. And we did spend one evening just with everybody telling what they're doing in their life right now. You know, when your kids grow up and move away, you don't really always know what they're thinking and what their plans are for the future. And uh, or the other people don't know. I mean we know maybe a little bit more than some, but it was so great to connect with everybody and we have a couple that are pretty funny comedien- comedians, so we're laughing pretty hard. But it really got a is a few
1: too many comedians. My my role is saying, Let's have some decorum <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway, it really is it makes such a huge difference in getting together. Um, We just have to keep saying, though, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't even have to be very long. Some people can still pull off a week away with family. Your brother has done that until the last couple years, and then, gosh, music programs and summer programs and baseball and all those kinds of things make it so hard. So just eke out whatever you can, however much time you can, and decide way in advance, so that they can plan around it, and it, is, it really makes a difference in the long-term family.
1: You know, we, we uh, some of what we do, Linda and I, is a lot of it's really joyful. I mean, can you imagine anything more fun than traveling around, speaking to families and parents and marriage partners and talking about the most important thing in the world, the most highest priority that everyone pretty much admits to or, or agrees with, and that's family. But there are some, um, and by the way, parenthetically, we're trying to cut back a little bit. We're trying not to travel quite so much, and we're going to instead do some speaking on cruises where we can get a lot of people together, where that does take us away from home. But also, we're going to be doing a lot of seminars on families and on life in full, particularly for grandparents, up in Heber City, not far from our house where we live in Park City. And uh, it's going to be called Life in Full, and people are going to come to us rather than us going to them. But throwing that in, what I was getting to, though, is, as we, as we uh, talk to parents, one of the saddest, there are sad parts, and a lot of times, especially from older parents, will have these stories about how I'd give anything. I would give all my life savings. I would give my house. I would give everything if my children just got along with each other so-and-so doesn't ever talk to his brother and so-and-so and and -and so-and-so had a falling out ten years ago and they still don't connect with each other and so on and i think at the very base level trying to have family reunions periodically and supplementing them with tech with technology contact and skyping and letters don't forget the old letter thing When's the last time you got a handwritten letter? If you get a handwritten letter, you're going to pay attention to it. But the very least, at the very least, those will mitigate or minimize these ongoing sort of barricades between kids or between you and one of your children where there's no communication. Now, some may say, no, no, just the opposite. Every time I have a family reunion... That that opens up <laughs> old wounds, and it, it gets worse. But not if you stick with it. Uh, getting people together is the way to overcome those things.
0: Well, you have an interesting family situation with your own siblings, and, and we don't really have family reunions with our siblings anymore either because everybody's got so much family. I mean, we meet during the year, but we don't have a formal reunion. But I remember when we very first started, um, when we just were babies here at Bear Lake. We just had an A-frame with no walls and we had a little reunion and um, you suggested let's do this every year and one of the brothers just said no. No, I'm not interested in that. I think they felt a little bit
1: controlled and yeah.
0: and uh, that has been kind of a sad thing. because. And
1: I think if we'd had those growing up it would, yeah, be, it would be different. Now. I think
0: it would. But you know everybody's got their own issues and their own problems but we certainly advocate doing whatever you can.
1: And by the way, on that point, Linda, one of my brothers has wonderful, I think they're yearly, that are just adult reunions. They're just his wife, Hetty, and the whole Hunsaker family. They get together just to her, adults. Her siblings. Yeah, her siblings and, and, and in-laws. And that's a pretty cool thing, too, if you can do that, because then what that leads to is sort of discussions of extended families, what's worked for you, what's worked for you, how did you overcome this problem, and so on. And that that kind of discussion, man, that's powerful because it gives you ideas to strengthen your own family.
0: Well, actually, I think this is the first time they've done it for
1: a lot of years because
0: they've been raising their families. You can't really do that, you know, when you've got a lot of kids at home. But,
1: no, I think they do it regularly, but then again, we, we tend to disagree on Yeah, the we'll check thing. on that this week. I think I'm going to win.
0: <laughs> anyway. You um, want to bet a half hour of back I do. I bet it.
1: Okay, I'm okay. going to win. <laughs>
0: um, it really is, though, so amazing. Gosh, we've had amazing weather this week out in Utah. It's been so hot. Last year it rained all the time. This year the weather has been absolutely gorgeous, but really hot.
1: Almost too hot. But we look at the temperature gauge and it's 86 here at Bear Lake, and then we look at Salt Lake City and it's 102. So we're kind of glad to be up here. But I want you all to think about your own. I mean, you, this, the whole point of this show, right? The whole point of this Irs on the Road is not, hey, let's listen to Richard and Linda preach to us about parenting. It's not bad at all. We we are we are so aware that every family is unique and different and. The purpose of ours on the road, and hopefully of you turning in as often as you can tuning in, is just to get us thinking i mean we we live in a world where we're so distracted it's it's the old tyranny of the urgent taking over for the important there's so many urgencies going on that sometimes we never have time to focus on what really is important and we all know that what really is important is these These families of ours, that's the one calling we're never released from, on and on and on. But what are we doing about it? And if we can ever jog your minds a little and make you think or create an idea, that's what we're here for.
0: So we um, just want to close off today with just um, a little example of how much difference it makes to get together with your children whether it's extended family or whether you just get your grandchildren together Um, I just think there is no way I could have had a personal relationship with my grandchildren because they live so far away some of you are lucky you have grandchildren living on the cul-de-sac and you're so close and so on. It's amazing. We we really envy that. But when they're far away, there are ways to stay in touch. And uh, you mentioned, you know, the Internet and social media and so on. And, and that is just awesome. In, I mean, it's not so great in some ways, but it's awesome in, in respect to keeping in touch with your children. And especially as your teenagers become older, get on their Instagrams and and get involved in what they're doing, even if it's just a little touch here and there. At least they know that you love them and that you're interested in what they're doing.
1: I guess I'd just end by saying, you know, don't don't get too serious about it. If you're planning a family reunion, keep it light, keep it breezy, keep it full of food and parties. We're, we're right in the center of this now. We're going to hang up in a minute and get in the car and go down for the assassination with squirt guns game, which is unfolding right now. Reunion
0: assassination. Here. We better get down there. Huh? Have
1: a lot of fun, though, in whatever you do. And remember, the most important work you will ever do
0: will be within the walls of your own home.
1: Good well, luck. Love you all as fellow parents. See you next week.
0: See you. Bye-bye.